The U.S. Surgeon General, the leading spokesperson on matters of public health in the USA, recently described loneliness as an epidemic. In a recent survey by the New York Health Department, 57% of people said they felt lonely some or most of the time. Loneliness seems to be driven by the accelerated pace of life and the spread of technology in all of our social interactions. With this acceleration, efficiency and convenience have edged out the time-consuming messiness of real relationships. We expect things to happen quickly and without resistance, and we can often skip social occasions and feel like we can substitute them with social media, TikTok, Netflix, whatever it may be. But it's obviously not working. Many of us feel lonely, and it's very normal to feel lonely. So I thought I'd dedicate an episode to it. Welcome to Normal, and this is your host, Alex Hammer. I hope you enjoy the episode. So what exactly is loneliness? I think loneliness is often understood to mean many things. It can mean solitude, the experience of being alone, or reclusivity, being reclusive and pulling away from society or social interactions. But I think loneliness refers to something slightly different. It means feeling alone even in the presence of others. So unlike solitude, where you are actually physically or socially alone, the same goes for being reclusive, something that might be a bit more intentional, loneliness is something that we can feel even when we are around others when we have social lives, when we have commitments that mean that we are around other people, but we still feel like we're alone, regardless of what we do. And this is what's puzzling about loneliness. It doesn't seem like the most obvious solution, which is to spend time with other people, actually answers the problem. I think there's something deeper going on in feelings of loneliness. Loneliness seems to have become something that we are all very afraid of. It feels really scary feeling lonely. We don't want to feel lonely ever. In fact, we want to feel as though we are loved all the time and that we are desired all the time and that people are interested in us and thinking about us all the time. I think this might be an outcome of the interconnectedness that we have online. We spend so much time online seeing other people engaging with each other and other people engaging with us. And then the second we're offline, there's a really abrupt break in our experience of reality. There's a separation between this online world where we're constantly being stimulated and seeing people engage with us, seeing people engage with each other, people are creating things, commenting on things, participating in trends. Then we put our phone down and we're kind of teleported back to this real world that is in some ways a lot more mundane and a lot less engaging than the online world. And it's amazing that online environments have become so stimulating and engaging that the real world can even be described as being mundane or slow. Because obviously, all of these things that we see online are taking place in the real world. And the only difference is we are the mediators of our experience in the real world. Whereas when we are online, there is something else mediating our experience for us. So how does all of this link back to loneliness? Well, I suppose what we are trying to think about here is whether or not social media in particular is making us feel lonely because of the way that it makes us feel while we are online. 
Is it true that online environments make us less lonely? Is it true that they give us what we're looking for when we're feeling lonely? Is it true that they make us feel more connected, that they make us feel as though people care about us, that people are interested in the things that we are doing, that people want to participate in our lives? I'm sure to some degree this is absolutely true. Being online is really beautiful some of the time. You can see what people are up to, you can meet new people and so on. But a lot of the time, as we know, it's very taxing and it can be very addicting and it can make us feel very distracted from the tasks that we need to do in our life to get by, like sleep and exercise and read and whatever it is that our goals and priorities are. And I think this is what contributes, well, at least in part, to our feelings of loneliness today. We spend so much time online that we kind of forget about what anchors us in our life. It's easy for us to forget about what we find meaningful in our life because so much of it is given to us. So much meaning is given to us by social media algorithms. We don't really have to think too much anymore about what we are interested in or what we want to learn about because an algorithm will tell us what we want to learn about. And I think this is good sometimes because it means that we are being exposed to a lot of different things. But I think one consequence of this is that when we unplug, we feel really alone and maybe engaging with our curious side feels a little bit unfamiliar. Maybe we're not used to inquiring about things because for so long everything has been delivered to us in really short, sharp, engaging, bite-sized, one-minute videos with music and flashing light. And I think it makes sense that the transition from being online to being offline is really isolating and that it makes us feel really lonely because in some ways being online gives the illusion that we are participating in this massive cultural and social experiment where people are creating things and engaging with each other. And it's difficult to feel connected to that if we're not on our phone. And being online is sometimes so immersive and so intoxicating and entertaining that, as I said before, the real world then becomes that the real world can sometimes feel slow and and almost as if it's difficult to engage with because things don't make sense immediately or things aren't obviously clear. Now, whether or not this is what's behind our increased feelings of loneliness, I'm not sure, but I think it definitely has something to do with it. I'm not surprised that us young people feel sometimes quite lonely when we're not online and when we're not watching something or when we're not being engaged. And something that's interesting to think about here is what it means to be left alone with our own thoughts. I think a lot of the time when I'm left alone with my own thoughts, I feel very lonely. I feel like there's so much happening in my head, but there's also nothing happening in my head. And I don't really know how to navigate all of these feelings. Because so much of our lives online, we're used to being able to express ourselves and tell people what we're feeling and look up answers to our questions and distract ourselves by listening to music or watching movies or watching a new TV show or listening to a podcast or whatever it is. But then when we spend these moments alone, we realize 
how many unanswered and potentially unanswerable questions there are that we are confronted with. We think about the meaning of life. We think about our goals. We think about our family. We think about the people we love. There's a lot of uncertainty sometimes in the questions that we're asking ourselves. Maybe we feel alone because there aren't obvious answers. And so I think sometimes this pattern can emerge for us where we spend time away from screens, but it's difficult. And so we go back to the screens because being online might feel more natural or it might feel less confronting. So I think social media and being online is essential when we're thinking about something like loneliness and and what it means to be alone by ourselves in our room compared to what it means being alone when we are in a room with others. Because I suppose being online isn't the same as being in a room with others. The difference between being in a room with others is that there are bodies around us. Whereas when we are online, at least at this stage, it's just us and our phone. So hopefully now we have an idea of what loneliness is and how it relates to social media and being online. The next thing I wanted to speak about is the way that loneliness seems to be a normal part of modern life. Loneliness is a normal feeling. It's a normal part of being a person. We can't always feel as though we are connected to other people. Even when we are around people we love, we can't always feel as though we are intimately linked to them and that they are fully understanding us and that we are fully understanding them. This sounds like quite an unrealistic social expectation to have and also quite a serious pressure to place on ourselves to always want to feel engaged and connected and understood. I think part of being a person means sitting in uncertainty because uncertainty is often the thing that pushes us towards new things. It's what encourages us to ask new questions and to learn things and to meet new people and and to continue moving through the world feeling curious and feeling inspired and feeling creative if we had answers to everything all the time and if we always feel understood i don't imagine we would feel motivated to do much sometimes i think we might associate feelings of social fatigue and kind of lower energy levels with feelings of loneliness when we see people around us who are socializing a lot more actively than us, maybe we feel as though we are not on their level, that we can't keep up with them and that maybe there's something wrong with us and we feel lonely. We feel really disconnected from this energy that other people around us are having. And this is also completely normal. We can't expect ourselves to be these really socially alive and vibrant creatures all the time. As with everything in life, things come and go. Our energy levels are going to rise and fall. Our social needs are going to change shape and we're going to have different needs at different periods in our life and, and we are going to have different social styles and different attitudes towards socializing at different periods in our life. And all of this is okay. When we begin to compare the way that we are socializing to the way that others are socializing, of course we're going to feel insecure and we're going to feel as though there is nothing happening in our lives and that we are lonely. But this isn't true. It's not true because someone else is quite busy socially that it means that we are lonely or that we aren't loved or that people don't care about us. All that it means is someone is going out a bit more than we are. And the fact that someone else is going out more than we are isn't a reflection of who we are as people. 
We are the ones who decide who we are, not other people. If someone else looks like they are living a busy and active life, it doesn't mean that we aren't. Good for them. We should be happy for them and hope that they are enjoying their lives. But this doesn't mean that we are lonely or that we aren't cared for. All that it means is that our lives look a bit different at the moment. And if we want to be more social, if we want to go out, sure, we can contact people and we can make things happen. You know, this power always lies with us. We are social beings. This isn't something that can be stripped from a person. It's in human nature to be social. We are always going to have opportunities to be social. And sometimes the responsibility might fall on us to make social events happen. Something that may contribute to our feelings of loneliness is that it is very confronting to ask people to catch up. As we become adults and as people become more serious and their lives get more busy with work and mortgages and holidays and all of these commitments, sometimes it might feel like we are intruding on someone else's plans. It might feel like because people aren't reaching out to us that we are not desired or something, that people don't want to spend time with us. And this is why we're feeling lonely. It's normal for people to feel this anxiety around socializing that, oh, maybe it's a little bit awkward. You know, do I message them? Like, if they're not my closest friend, you know, is it weird? Will they think I'm asking them out on a date? There are lots of different questions we can ask ourselves. But if we lose ourselves at this level, we might actually contribute to our feelings of loneliness because we are not creating social occasions for ourselves to experience and this might be what we want at a particular time in our life or it might be what we need one thing that modern society has done really well is limit the amount of spontaneous social time that people can spend together if you work a nine to five that's going to be a lot of your mental and social and physical energy being directed towards your career for example and you finish work and you need to rest and recover for the following day and so naturally the question emerges when are we supposed to socialize if we feel lonely how are we supposed to get out of this if we know that five days a week for 40 or 50 hours a week we're going to be working and we're going to be spending time away from the people who we love maybe this is where things like self-help and time management are going to become helpful we can arrange our lives we can plan ahead and we can make sure that we have time to do things with people we love and so on but I think what this provides us with an opportunity to do is think about what's actually meaningful for us. Obviously, we need to work, but there is no guarantee that our job is going to provide us with a steady flow of meaningful social interactions. A normal reaction to an absence of meaningful social interactions is something like loneliness. So how do we go about creating meaningful social interactions? Maybe I'll comment on what I try and do. So I study philosophy and one benefit of studying philosophy is that you have a lot of time to think about things. And for most of my life, I've just thought about stuff a lot and it has made me feel anxious at times. It has made me feel depressed. And one thing that I've decided to do recently is think about things less and try and do things more. So if I feel like catching up with someone, I've kind of told myself that I'll reach out to them as soon as I have the thought. I won't put it on pause, I won't assess it, I'll just do it. And more times than not, you catch up with someone and it's really nice and you feel really glad that you kind of pushed through the anxiety of, oh, you know, maybe I should just like stay at home and like look after myself, maybe I need some alone time. 
And sure, of course, we need alone time, but remember, but if you've been feeling lonely for quite a while, you probably don't need more alone time. You know, you've probably had a lot of alone time. And there's nothing wrong with alone time. You know, I'm an only child, and so I've had a lot of alone time in my life. And, you know, I don't think there was anything wrong with the amount of alone time I had. But I think we can sometimes trap ourselves in the pursuit of more and more alone time. And I briefly want to segue into something that I have experienced a lot in my life, which maybe I'll call the loneliness cycle. So picture this, you feel lonely and you ask yourself, what do I need? And you think, okay, people don't want to socialize with me. I don't have a very active social life. Maybe I need to like improve myself as a person. Maybe I need to get better at things, not only to kind of challenge myself, but also to expose myself to new things and to new people. And so you begin spending more time alone working on yourself. You know, you're reading books, you're listening to podcasts, you're watching YouTube videos, you're watching movies. And soon enough, you know, you've fallen into some kind of routine where every day for a few hours, you're spending all of this time consuming information. And months can go by doing this. There have been months of my life where I have done this. And nearly every single time it has coincided with a really deep period of depression. And it has taken me like a decade to recognize this pattern that I will begin with feelings of loneliness and I will try and answer it by filling my head with as much information as, and mental noise as possible. And then this will make me feel even more lonely because I'm spending all of this time trying to fill my head with all of this information and noise. And then I'll begin to feel depressed and, oh, you know, why is it difficult for me to get out of bed? Why aren't I seeing my friends? You know, why do I feel really disconnected from people? Well, probably because I'm spending all of this time watching like, well, probably because I'm spending all of this time watching YouTube videos about 20th century history. But there's obviously so much time you can spend learning about things and engaging your mind without meaningful social interactions. So I guess the advice here is think about the way you respond to feeling lonely. And if your response is to spend more and more time alone, this might actually be contributing to your feelings of loneliness. And you might want to ask yourself, what can I do to feel less alone? It might be socializing, it might be going for walks, it might be sitting in cafes, whatever it is that you enjoy. There is a kind of loneliness that you can feel when you are around other people. And this is an especially difficult kind of loneliness to deal with. Because usually when we think about something like loneliness, we think the solution is, okay, you feel lonely, what can you do? You can socialize. But if you're socializing and you still feel lonely, what do you do if the antidote isn't working? I have felt like this a lot in my life. I have been at parties or I've been at dinners and I have felt really disconnected from the people around me. And it has crushed me. It has left me feeling so isolated. Sometimes it kind of makes sense, like if you're around people you don't really know and you don't feel very connected to them. I understand why we might feel lonely in these contexts, but sometimes I feel really alone when I'm around people I love. And this is quite a confronting experience because, because you know these people very well and they know you very well. And these are the people who you should feel the most safe and comfortable around. And so, and so how is it even possible for us to feel lonely when we're around people we love? One thing that I have tried to do when I feel this way is think about my social expectations. What is it that I think I should feel around people I love that I'm not feeling? 
And what I have realized is that my social expectations have been influenced by the ways that I see people socializing on social media. And you see people enjoying themselves in really obvious and classic and cliche ways. And it's funny because we know that social media isn't an accurate representation of what's going on in people's lives. But even when we know this, I think there is a trickle-down effect. There is something that has reshaped the way that we can see socializing, where we expect to feel like constant joy, where we expect to feel constantly connected to people, feel euphoria all the time and feel the highest levels of joy possible. Sometimes this is what I look for when I'm socializing. I will have had a big day studying or researching or working or something and I'll feel tired and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to a social event this evening. This is where I'm going to feel alive. And then I get there and I don't feel alive. I don't feel like really overjoyed. In fact, I feel tired and I feel like kind of grumpy and whatever. And I don't feel as though I have much to share because my energy levels are low. And so I begin feeling self-conscious and disconnected and the cycle begins. But this is okay. This is normal. This is a completely normal thing to feel. Of course, you're going to feel this way sometimes, especially when your expectation is to feel euphoria and bliss whenever you are socializing with people you love. Obviously, there are going to be times when it's great. There are going to be times when it's average and there are going to be times when it's not so great and, you know, you're not really enjoying yourself. And this is part of what it means to be a person. And it's also something that it seems like it's very easy for us to forget especially when we live in a society, when we are told to get the most out of our lives, to constantly push limits and come up against our boundaries and challenge things. It seems like there isn't much room for us to feel sad and low and disconnected. So in conclusion, all of this is to say that loneliness is a very complex and challenging experience. Loneliness is a normal part of everyday life. It's normal to feel disconnected from people and to feel as though even when we're surrounded by people all the time that we're not really being seen or heard or listened to. And then it's also true that modern society has made it so we end up spending a lot of time by ourselves, disconnected from the people who we love and the activities that we really enjoy doing. We spend so many hours a week working we have big obligations that are very stressful and we have future-oriented goals and thinking that require so much energy and time. There are a few things that we should try and remember when we're feeling lonely. Firstly, it's okay to feel this way. It's very normal to feel lonely and in fact, we should expect to feel lonely. We can't expect to feel connected all the time. This is a very unrealistic expectation and is something that is no doubt contributing to our feelings of loneliness and isolation. Secondly, we are social creatures. We need to engage with people in meaningful social interactions. And sometimes social media is going to be an avenue for us to have these meaningful interactions, but maybe not all the time. And finally, if we end up spending time with people in the real world and we still feel lonely, maybe something we can do is think about our social expectations. What is it that we expect to feel around other people? Are our expectations realistic or are we making socializing into something that it can never be? A perfect harmonious experience of pure euphoria, bliss and joy. 
Loneliness as an adult is a complex issue. It's influenced by social and technological influences, personal circumstances, and the challenges of contemporary life. By understanding and thinking about some of the potential causes, speaking with our friends, seeing therapists, we can foster connection and find ways back to connect with one another. Thank you for listening to this third episode of Normal. It's really wonderful to have you here. If you've enjoyed the episode, please think about leaving a review on whichever platform you're using. That would be much appreciated. Share it with friends, share it on social media. If you'd like to get in contact with me, my details are in the bio of this episode. Very active on Instagram. You can also reach me by email. And that's all for today. I'll see you next Sunday for the fourth episode of Normal. Thank you so much and I hope you have a wonderful day.